holy season is, is just wonderful. Last week I had the opportunity to spend a week on retreat, and uh, my habit has been in the last many years actually to make a trip to Sarita, Texas, which I'm sure you've all been there, right? Um, it's uh, almost to the border, south of Corpus, down 77, and it's a retreat center. It's uh, basically a, a, a group of about 15 or 20 uh, individual hermitages that are set apart from each other. And the folks who go there on retreat um, meet for Eucharist in the morning and then at meals, but everything is in silence. And so you basically are on your own for everything except uh, share a little bit after the gospel in the morning. Uh, the one advantage of going there is they have this enormous, huge, wonderful theological library. Uh, they used to be the library of the novices of the Oblates of Mary, Immaculate, and is connected somehow with uh, the university in uh, their uh, theology school in uh, San Antonio. And so while I was there and all alone and kind of bored, because <laughs> slowing down is not real easy for me, um, I was thinking about some uh, my history and my life and reflecting on it. And, I remember some stuff that I had read when I was uh, studying theology before I was ordained. I was ordained in 81, so it was like ancient history. And I remember reading a treatise on love that I remember having read it during, uh, during Holy Week, many, many, in the 80s, in the early 80s or late 70s maybe. And it was written by this guy named Richard of St. Victor. He was... Uh, one of the Victorine theologians. Uh, so he's French, he was of the school of Paris. Uh, he was an uh, Augustinian monk and what became the abbot of the Abbey of St. Victor in Paris in the uh, mid-1100s. And he became the abbey because the monks were fighting with each other and the previous couple abbots were uh, well, he became the abbot after the Pope assigned him to that job to straighten the place up. Because what was happening is they had lost their sense of being a spiritual community and were focusing much more, the previous couple abbots, on doing things like building buildings. <laughs> the stuff that we do when we don't have anything else to build in church, right? We build buildings. And so one of the things uh, that he did, of course, as, as a, a, a wonderful theologian, was do a ton of writing. Um, and his writing was, of course, all about spiritual theology and about our relationship as human beings and his personal relationship, actually, to God. And interestingly enough, um, he died in, I think it's 1171 or something like that, and I believe... Notre Dame was started in 1161, the building of Notre Dame Cathedral. Talk about building buildings. And uh, Richard's job was then to um, reorganize, reorchestrate the spirit of the community around the study of theology and the word of God uh, connected to, uh, you know, Paris and uh, uh, to the school of Paris. And this treatise that I was able to read is called uh, The Four Degrees of Passionate Love. 
remember having read it in the 80s and actually having preached on it during my career as a priest with loads of 37 years experience. And so I want to walk through it a little bit. It's a kind of a paradigm for us as individuals who seek to love God and to know God's love, a kind of a paradigm about how that love works, especially in the eyes of Victor, I mean Richard of St. Victor. Uh, one of the things about the, the treatise is that it's in two big parts. One's about human love, and one's about the love of God. And it separates those two parts by our desire. What is it that we desire? Do, do, do we desire uh, to, to love the things of the earth, the things of the stuff, of, of the buildings, essentially, that are part of who we are? Or is that what's important to us? Is that what focuses us? Or is it our desire to really come to know the spirit of God? And in this case, that, of course, inhabits our, our buildings, hopefully, in these words. And so I want to focus on the second part. And he divides it into four degrees. And I, it gets a little uh, um, tough to listen to, maybe, but hang in there. So the first degree of passionate love, he says, and, and the paradigm comes off of the command to love God with your heart, mind, spirit, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So he says the first degree of love, we love God with our heart and mind and our spirit, but not fully and not completely. And this is where most of us, when we say we love God, this is where most of us land. In this experience of really having a love for God that we touch into and that is part of our ordinary life. But he says in that state, what we do is desire then to taste a deeper experience of who God is for us. And that progresses to the second degree of passionate love, where he says, we love God with our whole heart. And in that experience of loving God with our whole heart and soul, then, our, I'm sorry, our whole heart, what our soul longs for is to go to God. Not just to love God, but to move toward God. And in the third degree, we love God with our whole soul, he says. You see where this is going. You know, heart and soul stuff. And in that, we seek and we desire to be with God. And in the fourth degree, when we love God fully and completely, we love God with our whole heart, soul, and strength. And in that, the thirst, the desire, is to live in God's way. In the first degree, he says, God enters into the soul, and she, the soul, turns inward on itself. That's where most of us are. That we, we recognize our, our being, our creativeness, our relationship with God and with each other. We kind of stay there and have a relationship with God that is, you know, God is, is not inside of us fully and completely. And in the second degree, the soul, she, he says, 
ascends above herself and is lifted and goes forth from herself. And in the third degree, the soul passes into God's own hands. The soul reaches God. The soul is dwelling with God. But here's what I like about this thing. If you've lost me so far, that's fine. This is this fourth thing, right? He says the, the, the highest degree of loving God is when this happens. When the soul goes forth from being and resting with God, that meditative or contemplative experience that maybe some of us have, that mystical experience of God, is not yet fully loved. It is not love until he says the soul goes forth on God's behalf, descends below God's self with compassion, and goes forth because of the soul's relationships with its neighbor. And so what I like about that whole thing is esoteric and weird as it can be, is the ending. It's that what we long for or should be longing for is exactly what we experience in Jesus this evening. We see a Jesus who has lived among his people for all these years and who has learned through the school of experience how it was that he was in relationship with the Father and has the night before he is to die for us, when he demonstrates fully and completely his absolute love for the Father. And how does he do it? In the simple, simple experience of showing compassion, of showing love for the neighbor, for the other, of washing their feet. of going out of, of that relationship that was described in the gospel that Jesus has with the Father, being one with the Father, knowing the Father, the Father knowing him. It doesn't end there for Jesus. It doesn't end until he goes out of that oneness in compassion and love for the other, for the neighbor. And so by definition, St. Richard captured it, but Jesus, of course, captures it in his own life by showing us how it is that we are to be godly in the world, to be one with each other by being compassionate and loving. And so we cannot it seems to me, logically, that we cannot call ourselves a Christian if, in fact, we are not compassionate. If, in fact, we have no desire to feel how it is that other people feel, whether they're uh, the person in the pew next to us, a husband or a wife or, or whatever, or someone at the border, or someone on the other side of the world who may be 
struggling with famine or war unless we have a desire somehow to know what it is that they are feeling and how it is that they are, we can't call ourselves Christians. We can't say that we are being as Jesus teaches us to be. And so we read about it, you know, generally in the year. Tonight, we demonstrate it. And it doesn't stop there. As we heard again in the second reading today, you know, at the table, we do the remembering of the pre and make Jesus present fully and completely tonight among us. As the Spirit, as we celebrate around the table and the Spirit creates for us a real presence that we take into the evening and that we take into ourselves. And we demonstrate to each other our faith and who it is that we are and where it is that we go from here. And brothers and sisters, all of that together, that is our Passover. That is what it is we read about in the first reading tonight. That is that love of God having compassion for God's people. That is that love of God who says, I will care for you forever. That is that love of Jesus who says, if you want to know who God is, do as I do. As we wash each other's feet and as we walk with Jesus through his own death and resurrection. And so tonight, you know, you probably didn't need a homily, and after this you might say we probably shouldn't have had one. But nonetheless... <laughs> What speaks to us most loudly tonight is not from my mouth. It's from the readings that come from the book and from how it is that we dance that through together around these chairs and most especially around that table. And what it is then that we speak to each other in our desire to know God fully and completely as we walk from this room, from this beautiful church. But it's not the bricks and mortar that matter. As we walk from this room and become Jesus to the world around us. Now just to quote Jesus himself. Where I am going, you cannot come. Yet I give you a new commandment, he said, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you have love, for one another. Amen.